looking forward to this holiday time uh, where we'll be together with our family, our loved ones, our friends, where we'll be able to exchange gifts and see people be blessed. And it's all about just being together with people that you love and uh, people that you can encourage through your heart. And so God has done so much good things for all of us. And we just need to be thankful and stay grateful for what he's done and what he's going to do and what he's doing right now. So even though there might be distractions in the world, even though this time is a very busy time, there's lots of people in the world that don't they don't have God to go to or to look to. But we are the lights in this world. We're the ones that are to declare these truths. And it's just having the boldness when the doors open up to speak it. And to encourage people that there is hope. Our God is a God of hope. And like I shared on the leaders meeting, God put in my heart a theme for me and anyone else that wants to go with that theme uh, for next year is abounding in hope. This hope is an expectation. It's a confident expectation in God and that he's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Like the year that's just gone. God has gone over and above. He has blessed us. He's enriched us. He's given us his heavenly words. He's opened up our spiritual understanding. People that have followed the encouragement have become very strong. They've waxed strong and their hearts are open. The understanding is there. And it's as we practice these simple encouragement, then we start to see the benefits of God. You know, God blesses us when we're faithful and our hearts have to be him first. God wants us to keep the first things first, which is him first. And the things that he puts in our hearts to do to execute those things, it, you know, whatever that may be, it could be something you might think is insignificant, but it's very significant with God. And like it says in Romans eight fourteen, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God, Jesus, He was led by the Spirit of God. He always did the Father's will. He never satisfied his own need, but the need of God for him to be where God wanted him to be, to speak the things that God was energizing at that time. He was always at the right place at the right time. And we can always be at the right place at the right time if we're listening with God. Sometimes we just need to slow down, even though there might be a lot of things to do. Because if we take that time to slow down, then we're not going to be so anxious with all the things that we got to do. And then we end up neglecting everything because we get burdened down or we become tired or our mind becomes frazzled. What did Jesus say to Peter? Uh, Peter said, you are the, the Christ, the son of the living God. And next minute he said something else. And then Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, you know, because it, it, it wasn't Peter speaking. It was Satan working those words in Peter. Later on, Jesus says, you know, Satan wants to sift you as wheat. He has desire to sift you as wheat. Well, how is he going to sift them as wheat? In the mind. In the mind, in the thought processes, in the faith, in our confidence and trust in God. So we want to just move with God. There might be many things that you're doing in a day, but take God with you in it. You know, include him in it. Thank him for the day. Thank him for your shopping trip. Thank him for your visits or wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, No, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And everything that you need is going to be added unto you. God has enriched us so that we can be a blessing. God wants us to be a blessing, to ease burdens of other people as he leads and directs us. Honouring God was brought up again. When we give to the poor, 
you're keeping them poor unless you take them to God and show them, look, you can come out of where you are by honouring God. You'll always have something to sow, even if it's a penny, even if it's two, God can multiply that. And so the giving is very important. The speaking in tongues is very important. The connections are very important. Staying with God and fighting him in your day is very important. Slowing down when your mind seems to go a little bit uh, stressful because of all the things that you've got to do and the expectations people can put on you. What you do is you put your expectations on God to provide all those needs. God says he supply all your need according to his glories and riches by Christ Jesus. There might be, if someone has financial difficulties, it tends to get our minds away from God to focus on that because we want to bless people, you know, especially coming up to Christmas and we we can't do it. But we just give that to God because he, he can take care of those things for us. And um, so God doesn't want you to be worried. He doesn't want you to be anxious about everything. But just invite him in the day. Just be with him. Do the things that he's shown you to do. And, you know, we are not prisoners. You know, we're not prisoners to this world. In in Zechariah 9.12, it says, turn you to the strongholds, you prisoners of hope. Even today, do I declare, this is what God was saying to these guys that were in captivity. Even today, do I declare that I will render double unto thee. These guys were in captivity, but God called them prisoners of hope. They may have been imprisoned around them in the five senses, but they their hope was to be with God. And God says, I'm going to bless you. We don't have strongholds of fear, strongholds of worry, strongholds of doubt, strongholds of lack. We're not looking to those strongholds. They're no longer strongholds because our hope is put on God. So in the world, there's no hope. In our circumstances, it might look there's no hope. But with God, he is our hope in our hopelessness at times. When we're worried, how are we going to pay the bill? How are we going to get the food in? You know, God has already given his wisdom, which is you honor him. And he says he'll multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. And he calls you to abound to every good work. So God wants us to put our expectations on him. Abraham was 99 years old. His wife was old. And God says, you're going to be the father of many nations. In the circumstances, it looked impossible. Okay, but with God, all things are possible. And it says in Romans that. Abraham hoped against hope. What does that mean? So in the five senses circumstance, there was no hope. They were past age, both of them, right? But Abraham become fully persuaded that what God was encouraging him and building his faith would come to pass. And he become fully persuaded. And then he gave glory to God. Even before they got the child, he was giving glory to God. God worked with his faith, so he become fully persuaded. And he was strengthened and he gave glory to God. Sometimes you may be believing God for finances, health, healing, relationships. Receive the words from God that he can work in those situations and then see the end result. See yourself restored and reconciled to someone that you may not be connected with or you may have had a fallout family members, friends or another believer. See yourself reconciled. And give glory to God. If you've got not a lot of finances, see in your mind that you've got a lot of finances. See in your bank account that you have got a lot of finance and give glory to God. 
become fully persuaded that God is not only able to provide for us, but he's also very willing. God is very willing. God wants you happy. He wants you blessed at all times, and it is available if we stay our minds with God. Some things come up when we're not happy. We all go through those uh, times where things are not blessing us, or, um, you know, we might feel a little bit down. There might be just something going on. But what we do, we need to stay with God. We need to give him our desires. You know, we don't need to dwell on negatives. Like, so if someone speaks negatives to you, if you consider those words, then Satan can come in and make you be, be more down. Just like he did with Eve, he got to consider a word, add a word, change a word. So we don't want to consider in that we can hear what someone's saying, but we don't have to dwell upon those negative words if someone's spoken them. And uh, because all the world is conditioned by words, right? Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So we don't want to consider negative words. We don't want to take it into the depths of our heart so it can take root and then spring up and bring the wrong results. But we want to speak the heavenly words. All is well. The Shunammite woman whose son died. You know, she went to the man of God, Elijah. And Elijah said, is all well? Is all well? She said, all is well. But her son had died. So she had a faith and her confession was great. God wants us to speak the good heavenly words and the truths. So when God speaks, it's a promise, right? So when God has spoken these things, to Abraham, it was a promise to him. And Abraham became fully persuaded on that promise. God says he won't allow you to be tempted above which you are able. But here, make a way for you to escape. So whatever is trying to burden you, get you off, get you to doubt, get you to worry, or to get fear, when you come back to God, he will make a way for you so that you can regroup, become strong, pray to him, and here get you through. Here make a way of escape. He'll always make you come up smelling of roses. He'll always deliver you. Our God is a God of deliverance. Jeremiah and Jeremiah it says, like, you know, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and of evil to give you an expected end, a hopeful end. Like God wants us to enjoy this life. He wants us to prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. We prosper through the heavenly words spoken to us. So when someone speaks from God and they're ministering to your heart, take those things into your heart and the things that appeal to you and light up your mind. That's the things you run with. We don't consider the words of the world. We don't even consider our own negative circumstances if they're there or if someone is speaking negative to us. We don't have to take the the words that they speak to our heart. We might hear it, but don't even ponder it. You don't have to say nothing, or God might energize you to say something. We go to God and we keep our expectation on him, even if it doesn't look good, even if you don't know the way. God is the way maker. He makes that way to escape, so we are able to bear whatever it is. And when you feel that you're weak in yourself, you know, God is very strong in you. God can really energize, because you're not doing it from your own strength. When we start doing things from our own strength because we might know something and we might know this or that or we might know someone, then we're going to get that result. But it might not be the result God could give us because God wants us to depend upon him. He wants us to solely rely upon him. He is the source of all your supply. 
in every area of your life, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, materially, relationships. And he's saying, look, let me go to work. Give me something to do. Like God wants us also to ask very big of him. Don't have low expectations, but someone is expecting something on the carnal level and they get let down. No, they become discouraged. But God will not let us down. And God's timing is always perfect. Sometimes God's just about to live and then we speak the wrong words. And it just hinders God. God's not withholding anything from us. But it's, it's what we say. It's how we're thinking. So never get discouraged. And if you feel discouraged, you go to the God of encouragement. Here, direct your heart where to go to receive words. He can put words directly in your heart. He wants you to be free and happy, and he wants you to do the things that are going to be very beneficial for you. And it, like again, in Jeremiah, it says, then, then you shall call upon me. Then you'll pray to me, and I will hearken unto you. When we go to God, he will hearken unto us. He will listen to what you're saying. And it says, and you shall seek me and find me, when you shall search for me with all your heart. God wants us to really go to him from our hearts. He wants us, if we're speaking in tongues, he wants you to do it from your heart, not just because, you know, he wants you to do it. You're doing it because I want to do this. When we honor God, we don't want to do it. I better do it because I'm not going to get blessed. It's the wrong heart. He wants you to do it because you're happy to do it. Yes, this is very beneficial for me. Speaking in tongues is very beneficial for me. Remember, God wants you happy and he wants you to benefit. It says in Psalms 103, forget not all his benefits, right? He's redeemed our life from destruction. He's crowned it with loving kindness and tender mercies. Other Psalms have said he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from all our destruction. The words from God is the direction for our life. Every word that has been spoken on here tonight is for all of us. And there be different words from different people that have shared that is going to be pivotal for you and to help you as you move forward with God. Like setting goals. Becky was mentioned about, you know, setting your goals. Write the vision, it says in Habakkuk. Make it plain that he that readeth may run to do it. And it's not going to tarry. You know, when it comes, it's going to happen very quickly. So we don't get discouraged because God is faithful. Listen, we may not be faithful at times, but God is always faithful. He'll never let you down. He is faithful more than we could ever know. He's a God of love and he's so for you. He so wants you happy. He wants you happy. He wants your household happy. He wants all your family to come to a knowledge of the truth. He wants you to be that witness. You are the point of contact in this earth. The children of Israel with Moses, they had no hope. Then they cried out to God. But God could have just delivered them. But he had to rise up someone, and that was Moses. And God worked with his faith. Just like he worked with Abraham's faith, he worked with his faith. To the point Moses took that action. All of us have been worked with. All of us has uh, been encouraged. And as we've taken the action, we've seen the great benefits and blessings to our life if we do it. Sometimes we can do it and not really have our heart in it because there might be other things going on. Uh, but like when we go to God and say, Father, you know, I'm doing this, but like my heart's not 100% and it just energizes me. Do something in me. What is it? Seek God. Seek him with all your heart. And he will give you the answers and solution. He will give you the releases. 
when you go to him and get focused on your vision for you, for your life, for your walk, for your direction. And don't manufacture things. When we manufacture things, we're not going to get the results that God would have us to have. We might even make an Ishmael. You know, Abraham and Sarah, they tried to help God out and they ended up having Ishmael. But when they come back to God, God still worked with them. He didn't give up on them or you messed up. You didn't listen to what I said to you. He's not that type of God. When we go back to him, he started to work with them again so that what he spoke will come to pass. And whatever God speaks, it will come to pass. Sometimes we can miss the boat. If we're not listening, if we're not paying attention, you know, it could be something that you need right now. You miss it and you might have to wait another three or four years, you know, for that to happen. And we don't want to miss the boat with God. So God wants us to keep our expectation on him. He wants us to have a high level expectation of him. He wants you to ask big. He wants you to dream big. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the words from God. God's word is living energy. It's quick and powerful. Jesus said the words I speak, their spirit and life. Because they were coming from God. They were those rhema words. They, 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 it was the logic of God giving the right direction and the right way to move. Romans 15, 13 says, now the God of hope. He's the God of hope. Fill you with all sadness and depression and worry and doubt and fear. It doesn't say that, does it? It says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy. All joy and peace in believing. When we're believing this heavenly way and this heavenly direction and God's way, then we will have all joy and peace of believing. And it says that you may abound in hope. God wants you to abound in hope. Take those great leaps of hope. And it's not going to be through the carnal means, but through the power of the Holy Spirit as you're led by God, as God is direction, directing us. So God wants you to stay with him. He wants you to keep your heart with him. He wants you to say the right things. He doesn't want you to speak the wrong thing. We say, instead of saying, oh, you know, I'm lacking in this area. I am poor in this area. I am sick in this area. That I am is what you'll continue to receive. But we say, I am blessed. I am healed. I am strong. I am moving and being led by the Spirit of God. I speak those heavenly words. I am at the right place at the right time. I am blessed when I come in and when I go out. I am blessed in my family. I'm a generous giver because my God has blessed me abundantly. He lavishes his abundance to me through the heavenly words. And as I apply them, as I receive them and speak them and do them and the things that God has shown me, then that's when the manifestation of those blessings become. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The just shall live by faith, not by sight. We don't go by what we're seeing with our physical eyes, but we go by the heavenly words, which is built in our mind and is put in our heart and mind and in that imagination. And that's what we focus on. That's what we declare. Like when he said to uh, one of the prophets, what do you see? So I see dry bones. And then God told him to speak to those bones. Those bones became living. Nothing is impossible with God. So God wants us to just really be blessed. He wants you to enjoy this holiday time with your family. He doesn't want you to be worried about what you can give and what you can't give. 
Use what you've got and let God replenish it. Just like with Elijah and the widow woman, she only had a little bit of oil and a little bit of meal. And he said, give to me first. In other words, let's give to God first, right? He said, if you do that, your meal and your oil won't run out. And that come to pass all the way through that famine, right? And then the lady with the oil, the other with Elijah, you know, get the pots and pans. She listened to the words, the direction, what to do in her situation. Go and get the pots and pans. And that little bit of oil, what you got, just keep pouring until all the pans are formed. Then she'd done that. And then she went back. I've done this. He said, now go and sell the oil, pay off your debtors and live off the rest. <clears throat> God told Elijah where to go. He said, you know, you go to the brook Cherith. That's where your knees going to be met. When that dried up, then he sent it to that woman at Sarapath. These records are just amazing. Jesus Christ. When he was uh, fed the multitudes, he had two loaves, was it five loaves and two fishes? He said, what have you got? They had to give something. And as he gave, he gave thanks to God, and then he broke and God was able to multiply it. So it's through listening to what God is saying, executing it, that the results, the signs, the miracles and ones will start to manifest. The abundance will come when they had to pay the tax. What did Jesus say? Go into the, go to the river and pick out a fish and there'd be money there, right? And there was money there to pay both their tax, all the taxes, right? That they had to pay. So when we go where God shows us to go, when we connect where God shows us to connect, that is where your blessings are going to be. And so this is what God wants us to do. Stay focused with him. Stay at peace with him. Don't get bummed out. Listen, things will come up. Things will come up. Listen, we live in this world. We're not of it. And we don't have to be touched by the force of this world. We really don't have to be touched by the force of the world. Because the truth is, we shouldn't be touched by the force of this world or the financial force of this world if we're executing and following what God is showing us all to do. It's very, very simple. So if you've been bummed out, if you've been discouraged, come back to the stronghold. Don't let your fears, your worries, your doubts, your lack be a stronghold in your life. But come back to the stronghold and hope in God because he's your hope in your hopelessness. And then encourage others. As you receive, then you give. Encourage other people with this wonderful direction. So God is a God of deliverance. Like with Bethel's uh, brother, he's delivered, he's healed. Raised from the dead as well. Like this is the power of God. He can go to work when we do what he says. Is when we don't listen, then we wonder why we're not getting results. Oh, just it's very simple. Just follow the simple encouragement. And it's very simple. And it's not difficult. It's not complicated. You don't need a PhD. You don't need a master's degree, a bachelor of arts or anything. You just need faith. And God supplies the faith through the heavenly words. That's where the vision is built. That's where the desires come. So when people have heard about India, the desires have come to other people to they want to go and see. And those that go, God provides for them. They go and see and their faith gets built. And then they come back. And sometimes when you come back from a place where the frequency is very high spiritually and your frequency where you are is not that high, it seems like it could be discouraging if we look at it from the senses. But really, God has built our faith to say, look, what you've seen there, you can do here. Now you declare that way, you think that way, you speak that way. And so we don't say, well, it's India, it's Nepal, 
you know, they're a poorer country, so you know, this is why it's happening and blah. That's not true. That's that's five cents thinking. God of India, God of Nepal is the same God in the USA, in the UK and in Europe. So God is with every single one of us. He's with you. Pursue God. You know, pursue God and pursue where you're connected because the connections are very important. God wants us to be pursuers of him and to follow his direction and not to pursue the world, not to pursue the advice of the world because it may sound good. But is it going to bring God's solutions and results and directions? And this is what we want. So this is what was in my heart to encourage. And I'm very grateful to God for all the great things, the benefits he loads us with daily, the, the loving kindness, the tender mercies. He is just a fantastic God. And so God bless you. You have a great weekend. Be excited about your holiday time. Keep focus. Keep it all in perspective. And um, and if you do that with a humble heart and thankfulness unto God, you're going to have just the best time. Even if you're lacking right at the moment, he's going to come through for you. God will supply the need even before Christmas Day if you've got need. All right. So you put your confidence and trust in those words because that was energized from God. So you either believe that or that was just Lawrence speaking or you believe, no, these are the words from God. So we need to receive the words gladly, even if sometimes we say things and it might not seem right to us, you know, because like sometimes the spiritual will really go against what the physical has promoted all along. So our words are very powerful. You are very powerful. You're seated in the heavenlies. God is with you. You've got great authority. You've got great wisdom from God. Call upon his wisdom. Ask for wisdom if you lack it. And he really will supply that wisdom to you. So God bless your beautiful hearts and thank you for listening.